Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Thankful and grateful this afternoon. Lord, we are thankful for all that you do for us. Father, your word says, in all things, we ought to thank you because all things work together for our good. Lord, we are grateful and thankful for everything that happens to us. Lord, they are to bring you glory. We give you glory and we give you thanks. This afternoon, we ask, O oh Lord, that you speak to our hearts. Let the Holy Spirit minister to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Why don't you clap for Jesus as you take your seats? You may be seated. And I want to continue sharing with you about faithfulness. Faithfulness. For some time now, we have been sharing about faithfulness. And I want to continue. Um, faithfulness is an important subject. It's a very, very important subject. It is one of the things that the enemy uses to destroy any relationship or any church that God is building. The enemy uses unfaithfulness to, or disloyalty to destroy relationships, to destroy churches. Hallelujah. You see, if we are going to enjoy the church that God has given to us, if we are going to enjoy this beautiful church that God has given to us for a very long time, then we need the culture of faithfulness. Hallelujah. We need the culture of loyalty in our church. If the church is going to continue on, if the church is going to remain, if we are going to continue in this church for a long time, then we need that culture of faithfulness. Hallelujah. If we are going to have this church continue on, even for our children, for our children to grow into the church and to have the church, to marry in the church, and to continue to serve God, we today need to have faithfulness. Hallelujah. Otherwise, we will not have a church. The enemy uses this strategy of unfaithfulness to destroy churches, to destroy relationships. Hallelujah. But we want this church to remain. Hallelujah. Now, the way to achieve this is for us to insist on, insist on the fact that every church member will have the culture of faithfulness. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? We have to insist on it. We have to look for it. We have to pray for it. We have to insist on the fact that every church member will have the culture of faithfulness. Hallelujah. Is that somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? You see, that is what makes us different from other churches. It is the culture of faithfulness or the culture of loyalty that makes Lighthouse different from other churches. Hallelujah. That we have thousands of churches and pastors. We have pastors all over the world. And by the grace of God, we do not hear of breakaway churches every now and then. That this church, this branch is broken off and they are on their own. This branch is broken off. The reason is that there is that culture of faithfulness. There is that culture of loyalty in Lighthouse. Hallelujah. We do not tolerate unfaithfulness. Amen. And let it be your culture and your policy also. Let it be your policy that you do not tolerate disloyalty. You do not tolerate unfaithfulness in the church and in your life also. Hallelujah. 
You say, in our church, we don't talk like that. Amen. When somebody is speaking in a certain way, you as a church member, you see, this is your church. This is your church, and if you want the church to remain, you have to insist on this culture. You have to fight for this culture to remain. And you have to tell people, when people are speaking in a certain way, when people are talking in a certain way, you, as a church member, must stand on and say, we don't talk like that in our church. He said, this kind of behavior is not tolerated in our church. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? He says, in Lighthouse, we don't do that. We can't do that in Lighthouse. It's not unacceptable, this kind of talking. Is someone understanding what I'm sharing with you? He said, we don't talk about our members like that. In Lighthouse, we don't backbite. We don't talk about our members like that. Amen. Because you see, there are a lot of us, there are some of us, not a lot, but there are some of us, who backbite and who talk in a certain way, who do certain things to drive people away from the church. Amen. Sometimes people, out of their own interest, they let people leave the church for their own interest. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? For their own interest, they let people leave the church. You see, God will not forgive you if you do that. It is something that God is building. He says, I will build my church. You understand what is building? Building means putting blocks one at a time. It is a difficult thing to build. It is not easy to build. Do you understand? It is not easy to build. It costs a lot to build. It costs a lot of money. It costs a lot of time. Hallelujah. You see, you don't understand, you don't understand sometimes how much the church puts into maintaining one member. You don't understand. That you just rise up and start talking a certain way to drive somebody out of the church. You don't understand that someone goes out of his way to maintain one sheep. Someone really goes out of his way to maintain one sheep. Someone purposes in his heart to love one sheep. As God expects us to do. And then you just make effort and just say something. And let all that has been built to all that effort has gone in to put this one block on. You just blow it off like that. Out of selfish interest. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? You see, and God will not forgive you for that. For your stupid interest. For your silly interest that you say things to make what God is building break. That one block that God has added for your selfish interest, you take that block off. Hallelujah. And that kind of behavior, it is satanic. Do you understand? It's demonic. He says, I will build my church. And the gates of hell, it means that the gates of hell is demonic. It's it's only the gates of hell that stands in to prevent God from building his church. Hallelujah. That is why, you see, so when someone begins to talk like that, we say, we don't talk like that in Lighthouse. We don't talk like that in Lighthouse. It's unacceptable. Amen. Amen. It's unacceptable. Hallelujah. It's unacceptable. First Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 2. First Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 2. You ought to be able to say to your members, we don't talk about our pastors like that. You say, this is not Lighthouse. If that is your behavior, take it somewhere. But here in Lighthouse, we don't talk about our pastors like that. We don't talk about our members like that. We say, in Lighthouse, we do not do that. That behavior is not acceptable. Amen. Amen. Somebody understand what I'm sharing? Yeah. Because some of us, you see, we say all kinds of things. We say all kinds of things. All kinds of things to drive away 
people, to drive people away from the church. Amen. And see, these people, they will not leave. They will not leave. They are here, but they are driving you out. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. It says, moreover, it is required in stewards. It is required. Stewards means servants. And servants in this context are servants of God. People who serve God. It says, moreover, it is required that a man be found faithful. That a man be found faithful. This is a scripture that every committed Lighthouse member must know. This is a primary must-know scripture. Hallelujah. It is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. So we are talking about faithfulness as a requirement. Faithfulness or loyalty is a requirement. Hallelujah. It is a requirement. And unless we have that, unless we have that, we lose the opportunity of serving God as a church. If you don't have that, you don't qualify to serve God. It says it is required in stewards. It is required that we find faithfulness in you. That you are found to be faithful. Hallelujah. Don't talk about, you see, we, we cannot even begin to talk about unfaithfulness if there is no opportunity that presents for you to be unfaithful. Do you understand? You see, when conditions are favorable, you will always be favor, faithful. When, when conditions are favorable, you will always be faithful. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? But when conditions become unfavorable, that is when your faithfulness is tested. When conditions become unfavorable, that is when we see your faithfulness being tested. When you, are, when you get married and there is money, there is everything, we don't lack anything, and whatever you want is there. You see, it is easy for you to remain faithful. It is easy for you not to cheat on anyone. You are a wife, your husband, you know, the money is good, bedroom life is good. Everything is good, and you are happy. You see, you don't even think of unfaithfulness because conditions are such that it's okay to be faithful. Do you understand? But when the conditions become unfavorable, when the conditions change, and we saw that situation in Peter's situation, we saw how things were good and Food was abundant and they were enjoying. Life was good. No one is being killed. No one is being harassed. No one is being persecuted. And Peter's love was overflowing to the point where he was ready to die for Christ. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? And then we saw when conditions change, when the situation changed, that now Peter's faithfulness was tested. Hallelujah. But there's another group of friends who stood the test of changing seasons that I want to share with you this afternoon. Daniel chapter 3. Daniel chapter 3 and verse 1. Can we read from the NIV or NLT, something that is simple? Daniel chapter 3. It says, King Nebuchadnezzar, you see, let's read chapter 2, the last verse in chapter 2 first. You see, it says, moreover, this is when Daniel had interpreted the, um, the dream for Nebuchadnezzar, and Daniel had been made a prime minister, a big person in the nation. And it says, moreover, at Daniel's request, the king appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego administrators over the province of Babylon while Daniel himself remained at the royal court. So you see, conditions were favorable, conditions were nice, and Daniel made a recommendation for his three friends, 
And they appointed them administrators in the province of Babylon. These men, these Jewish boys, were appointed administrators. Good position. Perhaps they're giving them nice government limousines. You know, chauffeurs drive them to work. Do you understand? They have beautiful offices and with big desk, cherry desk, nice, sitting in their office with leather, armchairs, mahogany tables. You see, life was good. And they will go to work and go to church. They will go to work, go to church. Nothing is wrong. Everything was fine. Their families were happy, nice homes. Their children play at the yard. You know, life was good. On a weekend, they stand in front of their houses and drink Coca-Cola. And life was good. Do you see? Life was good. They have health insurance. And everything is taken care of. Verse 3, verse 1. It says, Nebuchadnezzar made an image of gold, 90 feet high and 9 feet wide, and set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. He then summoned the satraps, prefects, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all the other provincial officials to come to the dedication of the image he had set up. So he invited all his administrators, all the officials, all the big people. Verse 3, he says, So the satraps, the perfect, the prefects, the governors, the treasurers, the judges, the advisors, magistrates, all the other provincial officials assembled for the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. And they stood before it. Then the herald loudly proclaimed, the herald is the message carrier. You know, the one that comes out to make announcements of new things, big things. It's like um, the linguist. He comes in, this is what you are commanded to do. So he announced to them, this is what you are commanded to do, oh, peoples. Nations and men of every language. Men of every language, including even if you are a Jew. You see, they are not leaving anyone out. This is what you are commanded to do. The next verse, it says, As soon as you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and all kinds of music, you must fall down and worship the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. You see, suddenly conditions have changed. You go to church. Every Sunday, you go to church. You, you, you go to work on Monday. And suddenly, conditions have changed at your workplace. And they say, we don't want you to go. Anyone that goes to church, we don't want you to work here anymore. And he says, I, I, I give up the church. You see, when conditions were favorable, you were singing in the choir. When conditions were fit, when nothing has changed, you were committed, you were a treasurer, you were, you were someone serious in church. When conditions were favorable. And we saw you as somebody who is very committed. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? When your house was closer to the church, we see you all the time. Now they have ejected you from the house and the place that you have found an apartment, you have to take a bus and a train and another bus. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You see, when conditions were favorable. Now conditions have changed suddenly. And then verse 6, it says, whoever does not fall down and worship will immediately, immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. And then right away say, then take your church. Then take your church. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You see, conditions are changing. Prevailing conditions that allowed you to serve God, now it's changing. Verse 7, it says, Therefore, as soon as they heard the sound of the horn, the flute, the zither, the lyre, the harp, and all kinds of music, 
all the peoples, nations, and men of every language fell down and worshipped the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Everyone fell down. At this time, some astrologers came forward and denounced the Jews. They gave them up. They denounced the Jews. They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, Oh, king, live forever. You see, when people are praising you, and they are saying, look, you are very good. You know, I, I see how serious you are. You are, you are a very serious person. I've never, I've never met one woman like you. The way, even the way you think, the way you say things, the way you speak. You see, when you begin to hear, be, watch people who begin to talk like that. Because, you see, they are coming up with something. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? They are saying all kinds of things to you. And then, they, I see how serious you are. I see how you, 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 you take God and your, 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 your church activities very seriously. But be careful with this sister. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? But be careful with this sister. You see, so right away, you see the person who is selling you as someone who honors you, someone who respects you, and you, value, you begin to value the things that they are about to tell you. If somebody understand what I'm sharing with you, I have surveyed all the women in the church, and I've looked at each one. You know, I am quiet. I walk around like I don't talk, but I've talked to each one of them, and I watch each one of them, and I see I, as they go and as they come. But I have observed something about you. You seem to be different from all of them. Do you understand? You seem to be different from all of them. Just stay away from. You see, I, 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 I know you don't associate with this. You don't do this. You are not the kind. You, 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 the, even the way you walk, the way you walk. Watch the other ones, the way they all walk. You seem to be different from the rest of them. You see, watch what is about to follow. So he says, oh, king, live forever. You see, if someone is telling you live forever, you are a man, and then someone is telling you live forever, you are, must understand that the person is about to lie to you. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You see, let's continue. To. <laughs> you have issued a degree, a decree, oh king, that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lie, harp, pipes, and all kinds of music must fall down and worship the image of God. True or not true? True. And that whosoever, whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into a blazing furnace. True or not true? But there are some Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon. Precisely, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who pay no attention to you, O king. They neither serve your gods, nor worship the image of gold you have set up. They don't regard you. He says, they pay no attention to you. They have no respect for you. These are people that you have appointed as administrators, but they have no respect for you. Amen. They have no respect for you. He says, furious with rage. You see, if you are a king and someone comes to tell you something like this, you'll be furious with rage. He says, furious with rage, Nebuchadnezzar summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these men were brought before the king. And Nebuchadnezzar said to them, is it true? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the image of gold I have set up? Is it true? You are here. Answer for yourselves. You see, this is changing conditions. This is a moment of unfavorable conditions. You are a Christian, and you have been brought before the king, and they are asking you, is it true that the gods that I have set in the palace, you don't worship them? 
Then verse 15, he says, now, when you hear, you see, so he didn't give them the opportunity to answer. Because he's giving them, you see, he liked them. And he's giving them an opportunity to escape. This is the new condition that is being created for you. So he says, now, when you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and all kinds of music, if you are ready to fall down and worship the image I made, very good. But if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? Verse 16. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. We don't, want, we don't have to come and give you an excuse and say, you know, Sundays, the way where we live, and when the, we hear the sound comes with a flute, we don't hear it. And so, you know, that is why we don't fall to the ground and we don't worship it. It's too far. The people that play it, at that time, maybe we are listening to something, that, there's something in our head, and we are not hearing there's a headset. You see, he says, we don't need to defend ourselves. He says, oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If it is to do with this matter, if it is this reason that you have called us, we don't need to defend ourselves. We don't have anything to defend ourselves. If it is concerning this matter that you have called us, that we do not bow to your gods, then we have nothing to defend ourselves. Verse 17. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it. He said the God we serve is able to save us from it. If we are thrown into the blessing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it. And he will rescue us from your hand, O king. He asked them, he says, who will rescue you? Who will, which God will rescue you from my hand? He said, the God that we serve, he will rescue us from your hand. He will take us from your hand. He will deliver us from your hand. Then verse, seven, verse 18 that is the condition change, and you remain the same. But even if he does not, we want you to know this. He said, even if he does not rescue us, we want you to know, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up, not today, not tomorrow, not the next day, not next week, not next month, not next year. No matter what condition prevail, no matter what is changed, we want you to know that we will not change our minds about the God that we serve. We have promised we are loving him, and no matter what condition prevails, let it be known unto you, O King, that we are not changing our minds. Hallelujah. Verse 19. Then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and his attitude towards them changed. He ordered the furnace to be heated how many times? Seven times. He, 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 he made the furnace to be heated seven times. Hallelujah. I said, how many times? Me? How many times? It says he ordered the furnace heated seven times harder than usual. This is burning furnace that is used to kill people, but they have heated it seven times for the people who serve God. Hallelujah. The next one. It says, and commanded, he heated it seven times, and commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So these men, wearing their robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes, were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. The king's command was so urgent 
and the furnace so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to throw them in the fire. You see, they did not know. They did not know. He was taking them in one direction. He says that that burning furnace, he says the enemy will come in one direction, but he will flee seven ways. They were hitting it seven ways for their own enemy. They were hitting seven ways to burn the enemy. Hallelujah. They did not know they were making a path, seven burning flames to burn the enemy. The enemy will burn. Hallelujah. Verse 23, it says, And these three men firmly tied, they bound them, they tied them, that they could not walk, and laid them in the furnace to burn to ashes. And these men firmly tied fell into the blazing furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet. You see, he was sitting there, and he was watching as the people threw the three men into the furnace. And he was watching them burn. He was watching them to fulfill and satisfy himself that he has extinguished these people, three men in the province who did not succumb to his orders. He says, then King Nebuchadnezzar, as he was watching, he leaped forward. You see, like that. The king was sitting down, and then he leaped forward. Have you seen a king that leaps forward like that? He said, then the king leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? Hallelujah. He says, weren't there three men that we bound up, we tied up, and threw into the fire? They replied, certainly, O king. Certainly, O king. He said, look, I see four men. Look, I threw three men. But look, I don't know if you can see, but I see four men. I threw three men, but I see four men. Not bound, but walking around in the fire, unbound and unarmed. And the fourth one that is among them, he has the look of the son of the gods. He said, did I not bind three men, threw them in the fire? But now, look, I see a fourth man walking around with them. I see a fourth man walking around with them. I see a fourth man walking around with them. He looked forward, and then he could not believe his eyes. And then he went closer, and then he looked, he says, No, I think I see a fourth person. He says, I put three men, I put three men bound, tied up, and threw them in the fire. Below, I see a fourth man. I see a fourth person, and he's walking around with them, and it looks as if I tied them, they were supposed to bend. But now, I see a fourth person with them. Hallelujah. I see a fourth person with them. I see a fourth person with them. And then, he said in verse 26, he said, Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening burning furnace, he went closer. He couldn't believe what he was seeing. He went closer and he shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God. Servants of the Most High God. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, servants of the Most High God. Come out, come out, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, came out of the fire. Came out of the fire. I said they came out of the fire. Faithfulness. They came out of the fire. And he said, and the straps, prefects, governors, and royal advisors crowded around them. They saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies. 
nor was a hair of their head singed. Their robes were not scorched, and there was not a smell of fire on them. There was not a smell of fire on them. I said there was not a smell of fire on them. Faithfulness. Faithfulness. Somebody shout faithfulness. 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 Hallelujah. And verse 28, he says, Then Nebuchadnezzar says, Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued his servants. They trusted in him and defied the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. And verse 29 says, it says, Therefore, therefore, I decree that the people of any nation or language who say anything against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be cut into pieces. They will be cut into pieces. And their houses to turn into piles of rubbles. For no other god can save in this way. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. He said in Isaiah 43 and verse 2, he says, When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. He says, when you go through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God. He says, I am the Lord thy God. For I am the Lord thy God. I am the Lord thy God. You serve a living God. A faithful God. He said, for I am the Lord thy God. The Holy One of Israel thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom. Ethiopia and Seba for thee. Since thou was precious in my sight. And thou hast been honorable. I said, since thou was precious in my sight. And thou hast been honorable. And I have loved thee. Therefore, will I give men for thee and people for thy life. May the Lord give men for you. God will give people for you. I say God will give people for you. God will remove people and place you in positions. God will set people down and set you up because of your faithfulness. Because of your faithfulness. May the Lord stand to defend you. May the Lord stand on your behalf. May the Lord defend you. He will set down one and he will set you up. He said, I will give people for thee. I will give people for your life because of your faithfulness. I said, people will be fired so that you will be in place. People will be removed so that you will be in place. People will be taken away so that you will be in place. People will be brought down so that you will be in place because of your faithfulness. He says, I am the Lord thy God. You will go through the rivers, but you will never drown. You will go through fire, but it will not burn you. It will not scorch you. They will smell you, but they will not smell the fire on you. I said, they will not smell the fire on you. The difficulty that you are going through, the Lord will stand by your side. I said, their God, their Lord, he will stand by your side. They will not even smell it on you. They said, wasn't she the one who was struggling around here? Is she not the one who was having difficulty and struggling around here? No, look. I see a different person. Hallelujah. Because of your faithfulness. Because of your faithfulness. God will set you free. I say God will defend you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord set people down for your sake. I say may the Lord displace people for your sake. In the name of Jesus. Somebody receive that blessing. People are being set down because of you. People are being removed because of you. People are being fired because of you. Hallelujah. For your faithfulness. Oh, for your faithfulness. People will be set down because of you. Hallelujah. I say people will be brought down because of you. In the name of Jesus. People will be brought down because of you. Is somebody receiving it? I say somebody is being displaced. Because of you, you will be set in place. You will not understand. 
You will not understand. You say, what did this person do? What did this person do? People will be brought down and you'll be set up. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Anyone who withstands the test of faithfulness, anyone who withstands the test of faithfulness, God will stand by you. He says, I put three men in the fire. I put three men in the fire. But lo, I see a fourth person. He will be with you in times of trouble. He said he will stand by your side in times of trouble, in times of adversity. Jehovah will stand by your side. In times of trouble, Jehovah will be with you. He will be with you. He said you will go through fire, but I'll be with you. He will be with you. Hallelujah. Beloved, develop a culture of faithfulness. Develop a culture of faithfulness. Anyone who will stand the test of time, Anyone who will stand the test of time. You see, some of you, they change your schedule and they say, you cannot work, you cannot go to church anymore. And then you say, okay, reverend, you know, they just changed my schedule. And you don't put up any fight. You don't ask, you don't pray, you don't do anything. I would have come, but they have changed my schedule. Anyone who withstands the test of change and your faithfulness, God will stand by your side. God will bless you. In Proverbs 28 verse 20, it says, A faithful man shall abound with blessings. Any faithful man, if you are faithful, you shall abound with blessings. For your faithfulness, may you abound with blessings. I said, may you abound with blessings. May you increase in blessings for your faithfulness. For your faithfulness. Hallelujah. God stood by Moses because of his faithfulness. And God will stand by you. People who fight you, God will bring them down. God will infest them with leprosy for the people who fight you. The people who backbite against you. I said the people who backbite against you. God will infect them with leprosy. They will, they will walk and they will almost never get to their destination. I tell you. I tell you. He said, touch not his anointing. Touch not his anointed. You are not an easy person. I said, you are not an easy person. That people rise up and they open their mouth and they say all kinds of things about you. You are not an easy person. You are not an easy person. He says, touch not his anointing. Touch not his anointed. He said, were you not afraid? Were you not afraid? When you rose up to begin to talk like that. Were you not afraid? Were you not afraid? May the Lord stand by your side. I say, may the Lord stand by your side. In times of adversity, may the Lord stand by your side. In times of trouble, may the Lord stand by your side. The Lord will lift up your head above storms. He will lift up your head above crisis. He says, though the spirit of the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against the enemy. He will come in one direction, but he will flee in seven ways. For your sake. The Lord stood by Daniel. He will stand by you. For your faithfulness, he will stand by you. God has stood by this church because of the culture of faithfulness and culture of loyalty. May that spirit that is in this church, may that apply in your life also. For your faithfulness, for your commitment, for your loyalty. May the Lord bless you. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Wonderful. God, the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. No God can save like our God. No God can save like our God. Yes. Oh, yes. There is no one like him. There is no one like him. He sets one down and he lifts one up. Yes. He will give people for your life. Oh, Oh, my God, you are so great. Great are 
Father, the God of Misha, and the God of Abednego. There is no other God like him. No God can save like our God. No God can defend like our God. No God can protect like our God. Yes. Yes. and Abednego. There is no one like you, oh God. There is no one who can rescue like our God. For he said he will set down one and put up another. The God who set people down for our sake. He said he will give up people because of you. We are grateful, oh God. Father, we pray. Touch every heart that is here. Lord, touch every heart that is here. We pray for the spirit of faithfulness. Instill in us, oh God, the spirit of faithfulness. In the name of Jesus. Father, search our hearts. If there be any darkness, if there be any unclean thing that is in our hearts, if there is anything in our hearts, oh God, that makes us unfaithful. Father, every plan that is set by the enemy to trap us, to make us unfaithful, to make us disloyal, Lord, I ask, remove such traps from our lives. You say, lead us not into temptation. In the name of Jesus, we are grateful and we are thankful for your goodness and for your mercy. In the name of Jesus, we give you glory and we give you honor. In Jesus' name, amen. With all eyes closed and every head bowed, you are here this afternoon. You are not born again. You want to give your life to Jesus. If that is you. Maybe somebody invited you to church. Maybe you, are, you have been here for a long time. But you feel in your heart that you feel very far from God. And you want to give your life to Jesus. Beloved, Christ is here to save. Anyone that is willing to invite Jesus Christ into his life. To welcome Jesus as your personal savior. I can say a very short prayer with you if there is a willing heart. Wherever you are, wherever you are, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. You say, I want to welcome Jesus Christ into my life. If that is you, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Is there anyone here like that? Anyone here? Anyone here? You want to give your life to Jesus? Why don't you all join me as we say this prayer together? Say, Lord Jesus, Thank you for dying for me. Lord Jesus, there is no God like you. There is no one who can save like you. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died for my sins. 
Lord Jesus, this afternoon, I repent for my sins. Lord Jesus, please forgive me. Cleanse me. Purify me. This afternoon, I welcome you into my life. Lord Jesus, be my Lord. Be my master. Be my savior. This afternoon, please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Why don't you clap for Jesus as you take your seats. As you take your We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.